intro music, intro music, intro music, intro music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Yap on the bench, not balling. Probably dripping Yak on the bench. You know who it is. You know what it is. Back again. Back again. Back again. Back again. This week, we're going to chat about the title race. Or, in my opinion, the non-existent title race. I'm tired, yeah. All summer, all it was... And I mean, come on, it's the same every season, yeah, but I, I, I can't get too mad here. It's just football. But everybody's saying why their team's going to win the title. It's, it's so easy to say your own team is going to win, especially when so many people don't watch other teams most weeks, yeah. But I'm here. I'm going to cut through quickly, as quick as I can. I'm going to cut through the BS. And we're going to get to why... Yeah, I'm going to be devil's advocate here and find as many reasons as possible why City, Chelsea, United, Liverpool is not a title race. It's not a title race. It's the top four race. There's only two teams competing for the title here. If either of the other two do it, that's a big thing. We should not be expecting it from them. It's mad that it's just expected of them. And, I mean, really... It's because I'll only be wrong about one of them come the end of the season. And that's some pretty good stat padding. Sorry, Brighton fans. I know, Brighton fans, I know you're in there with a shout, yeah. Also, laughing at everyone who decided Brighton were crap because they were monumentally unlucky last season. Again, a bit of a symptom of not actually watching certain teams that often, which I understand we've all got stuff to do, but it's funny still. And... I'm not going to go team by team. It's just going to be a loose one. But you're going to... I know you're going to agree with me by the end, innit? So it don't really matter. Right. Let's begin. Gladiators. No, what? Regulators. Gladiators? I'm getting my platforms mixed up. Let's start off looking at the games played so far. So Liverpool in the Premier League, anyway. Liverpool on 14 points. City, Chelsea, United, Everton on 13 Brighton could have gone top if they beat Palace. So shout out to them. Brighton could have been top of the league, boys. Top of the league. Well, I'm saying that, to be fair, they didn't look that good against Palace. It's probably the worst game so far this season. Um, It looks, looking at the table, yeah, it looks like a tight battle between all the City, Chelsea, Liverpool and United. But with a deeper dive, not even that deep of a dive, past the league table and into the matches played themselves, it looks so different, yeah. So Liverpool and City have over two expected goals per 90 so far. Expected goals, you should know by now. It's, it's a, a, a way of quantifying the chances that you create outside of just shots and chances created. It look, actually looks at the probability of those chances slash shots going in. So people diss it, yeah. But it's a good signifier of not how the game was necessarily played, not necessarily of who had control of the ball, but who actually should have scored more goals than the other team, which when we break it down is football. So Liverpool and City have over two expected goals per 90, with Liverpool at the top of that table with 2.63 expected goals per 90. United sitting at 1.78 expected goals per 90, Chelsea at 1.29 expected goals per 90. Chelsea also has 1.27 expected goals against per 90. And United has one 
expected goals against per 90. Whilst Liverpool have 0.94 and City only concede an insane 0.42 expected goals against per 90. So as you can see, <coughs> Chelsea and United haven't got much disparity between how many they should be scoring and how many they should be conceding. So, it's basically most of their games should be about one all. And I know people often talk about scraping wins like champions and grinding out results. And to be honest, I've heard it on a few different occasions already with United and Chelsea this season. But I think there's a degree to which that it's supposed to refer to teams who still consistently create more chances than the teams they're facing. I don't think teams win titles by luck. In my head, when I think about those kinds of wins, I'm imagining a, a few games over a season where you don't play well and win, but mostly beating more stubborn teams who are sitting back and conceding the ball and chances to you, who you just about beat, maybe with a late goal, penalty decision, something like that. It's not just being a bit crap for 38 games, but getting the rubber green. Looking just at those XG stats and not the table, we automatically assume that Chelsea and United are already riding luck and hoping you take your chances and the opposition don't, rather than outperforming them, in a way. So I just have beans on toast, I'm gassy. If you've watched Chelsea this season, you may think this is a bit of a reach if you've actually watched the games, considering how they've consistently, although, and this, yeah, I probably should have mentioned it at the start, it's only been a handful of games, isn't it? And I'll get to that at the end of the, end of the segment, yeah? But although it's only been a handful of games, they have outmaneuvered and outcoached the opponent more more times than not. And you may also add that playing those margins is a pretty wise thing to do when you've got Mendy in goal and Lukaku up top. Which, especially on the Mendy point, I'd be especially on the Mendy point, I'd be inclined to sort of agree with that because Mendy looks unreal. Let's let's have it right here. Mendy looks unreal, and their defense is good. Can't question that. But I don't think we can ignore the precariousness of playing such a way in the Prem either. Like, I wanted a draw before the Chelsea City game. But within 15 minutes, I wanted City to batter them. Just for having the goal, the goal, the goal and the ball to spend that much money and not even try to go to, 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 go to, go, go to, 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 to go, to, let's go to go. Even try to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the other top teams. With United, I've genuinely felt the other teams have deserved more from their games and I'd be a little bit more worried than Chelsea fans about having to rely on Greenwood and keepers shitting their pants when Ronaldo gets the ball than I would if I was, you know. I mean, come on, man. Tapping. Sexual assault. Merchant. At least Chelsea can claim to have reacted to bad performances in the game, in the game, and or what the opposition do. United just kind of turn up and wait for things to happen. And I'm not just saying all this to have like a pop at these teams or these fans. I'm saying this because my first point, yeah, my big point with this is if City and Liverpool were playing like Chelsea and United were at the moment, they'd be written off. Everyone would be pulling their transfer window takes out of the drawer to wave in front of our faces. This is what happens when you don't spend money, mate. This is what happens when you don't spend 100 mil on a striker. 
If Liverpool and City were barely playing better than whoever they faced every week and more time being the more negative side in games, questions would be getting asked. But with United and Chelsea, it seems like the big pundits are willing a title challenge from them rather than seeing it from the performances on the pitch. When Klopp or Pep have runs like that, They've had opposing fans applying pressure from all angles, claiming they're done and they've been figured out, etc, etc. I personally feel like Chelsea and United have to do a lot more to earn this trust from the, inverted commas, football community than they're already receiving. And look, I'll stick more with Chelsea here because they're like two to one favourites to win the title, man, as of last. That's mental. How are Chelsea going to get? 25 more points than last. <clears throat> Dying out here, man. My mama ain't let me eat. How are Chelsea going to get 25 more points than last by losing every game on XG? Yeah, they got an unreal backline and the poacher of all poachers up top. But is that going to be enough when the only difference between a loss and a win for them is which side takes their one or two clear-cut chances? In a sport where a side can create four or five of those clear chances and score once whilst conceding two from four or five half chances. I'm a big admirer of Tuchel and what he's building there, but I, firm, but, but I firmly believe teams have to earn title favourites rather than just get it by signing someone they needed in the window. Liverpool weren't afforded that after winning the Champions League a couple years ago, and to be honest, I can't remember any team ever being afforded title faves by the majority after winning a cup. To me, this whole, this is our title winners grind out results cliche is kind of null and void when you have two other teams in your division who are better and who statistically deserve to win nearly every game they play, and usually by a margin. It's how titles are won. This whole like grinding out results. It's how titles are won when everything's in the balance. It's how titles are won because every team that's ever won a title has probably won when they haven't played that well. But if you play like that every week, even if you win most, you're not going to beat City to a title. It's Nah. In years gone past, in certain seasons people can remember, yeah. But nah. Nobody is going to beat City or Liverpool to the title by grinding out 30 wins. The laws of probability are on the phone and they want a word with everyone who keeps alluding to this. If you finish nearly every single game creating and conceding the same amount of chances as your opposition, you're going to lose and draw quite a few of those games. The quality the whole way down the table is evidence enough that some of them will have their lucky day against you and you can't just title winning mentality your way past that. It sounds incredibly whiny yeah being a Liverpool supporter but I just don't see that if City had been playing let's be honest yeah let's use City let's be honest if City had not been playing that well and statistically every game they play should be about one all and De Bruyne was just dragging them through the mud and winning every game for them. If Liverpool had played like they did against Brentford every week, which was about 3-0 on XG, but slightly in Brentford's favour. And if they played like that every week, but somehow managed to win by a goal through the first six games. I do not think pundits slash fans would be talking about Liverpool and City the way they do about Chelsea and United. In fact, there's no way people would have them as their favourites. No way. And I, I, look, 
I don't want to discredit either team or their fans. You've got to believe, yeah. And I get it. The fans of United and fans of Chelsea are going to believe they're good enough. And I respect that. But to, to people that aren't their supporters... How shall I put this? I think it to be honest, I think it's almost disrespectful to think teams can just wake up and be as good as Liverpool and City have been the last few years because they spent money or won a cup, even if it's the champs. It's Liverpool and City's City being the front runner here. It's Liverpool and City's league to lose until further notice. Again, especially City. It might not be total disrespect towards Liverpool, to be fair. Long-term injuries that could have ended careers, etc., etc. But it's downright offensive to act like City will be second or third to Chelsea and or United because they didn't spend the same way in a single window by buying Grealish instead of a striker. I'm sorry, but Lukaku does not make Chelsea as good as City. He does not make Chelsea as good as Liverpool. Whoever suggested that is either a Chelsea fan or a nut job. As Moggs, the UK rap legend, don't let him tell anyone otherwise, the UK rap legend, as he would say, we are being serious prisoners of the moment. Pep City is the best team we've seen in the Prem, in my opinion. The best team. I think we should show a bit more humility towards their title chances, yeah? To be really honest, I even feel the same with Liverpool. I think other teams need to earn that favourites label. Liverpool haven't been favourites once in the last four years, but Chelsea and United are this season. Have a shower, man. Go and rest up because you're ill. You are not alright. You're not sharp. You aren't on point, on form, on nothing. You're lost. You need to go home and chill. The title race is open? Nah. The top four races. This crown, it pains me to say, is cities to drop. And as far as I'm aware, they haven't dropped it yet. That's before we even get to being better than Liverpool, which Chelsea aren't, and United might not be for a little while. You lot need to worry about Everton and Brighton. Stop thinking you can buy your way past these two historically brilliant sides managed by the two best coaches in world football. Now, I'm playing, I'm being a bit harsh, but I do honestly believe Chelsea and United are battling over third and fourth. I don't want to totally write Chelsea off, but people need to realise how much harder it is for Liverpool and City to improve their team compared to Chelsea and United. And one of or both of Chelsea and United doing so doesn't just automatically make them better than everybody else. If we really think about it, saying Watford will qualify for European football because they improved more than most of the other teams fighting for those spots is exactly the same logic you're using for United and Chelsea. It completely forgets that there was a gap between these teams and merely having a better singular transfer window doesn't equal bridging that gap. Tuchel has been at the club for a matter of months. He won the champs. Unreal. They're solid at the back. But to expect him to overcome two super teams that quickly is silly until proven otherwise. It just is. The fact so many people had City and Liverpool third and fourth makes me sick. Something else shambolic here as well, before I finish and let you go, is how these people have completely changed their minds by the end of September. I'm seeing Liverpool title favourites, YouTube videos everywhere I look from the same people that up until the start of this week were saying that I'm the opposite is Dembaba embarrassing. Shout out. Nah. Yeah, look. Shout out Touchline Fruckers, Filthy Fella and The Kickoff, by the way. The only non-LFC platforms I have any time for at the moment. If you don't watch any of these, 
then you're seriously missing out, man. I know it doesn't come across with me ranting into my mic by myself, but I'm here for the fun stuff. I'm here for them blood-boiling arguments. I'm just not here for these guys who try and be serious, but change like the wind. It's ludicrous. So move, bitch. Bars. If you want... Yeah. Like, if... If, oh. if you want to be like this, man, go somewhere else and do it. I'm so sick of watching these videos thinking oh these guys getting you know they're getting a few thousand views and that i'm gonna see what they're saying and they're just chatting out their ass man like but there's nothing entertaining about it they're just you just listen to them and you think you're not funny you don't watch a lot of football apart from your team and you can tell and you just sort of agree with whatever the conclusion they made at the end of match of the day was it's annoying. Oh, I'm such a whiny little bitch, man, but it is annoying. If you want some Liverpool content as well, by the way, look no further than Coppish, Redmen, also Anfield South, and obviously Coppin and Fracas. No love for the NWOs, though. Sorry, guys. Look, my conclusion is have some respect for your elders before you just assume that anyone can just wake up and win the Prem. It ain't simple like that. It never has been, it never will be, especially with Liverpool and City about. Have a good week, yeah?